production. I am your host, Patrick Rahob. You can call me Patsy the Angry Nerd. And this week, I'm doing something a little different than I haven't done before. Um, I mean, kind of. I have given you recommendations on things before, but this is some stuff that, uh, some new releases and some under-the-radar things that you may or may not have uh, had a chance to check out. You know, obviously, I'm not going to talk about Tiger King because that's something that has been blowing up Netflix. And if you haven't watched that yet... Uh, I do recommend it. It's it's just batshit crazy. Um, Ashes and I have a couple of episodes left, but what we've seen has been uh, just mind-boggling. Some of the stuff that has gone on, and some of these these people, like I know these caricatures of people, it's insane. But uh, I want to talk about a couple of films that I saw recently that uh, were recommended to me, or. Just stuff that I thought was very interesting looking. Uh, I'm going to start off with The Platform. Uh, This is a Netflix film. And uh, if you're ever wondering, before I get into this, if you're ever wondering where something is streaming, there is an app called Just Watch. And you put in the name of, you know, whatever movie or or TV series that you're looking to to find. Because, like, sometimes it's like, oh, it's on Hulu and I don't have Hulu. Or, oh, it's on a subscription service that I don't have you know, sometimes it's worth it just to, uh, you know, do the 10-day free trial to the subscription service and just cancel it before you uh, you hit it. Like, I did that. Uh, one of the films I watched was uh, um, Captive State, but it was only available on the Showtime add-on on um, Amazon. So I just checked it out and canceled the, the Showtime add-on right after that. So no harm, no foul, and I got to see the movie. Uh, which, if you haven't seen it, that's one that you should check out. But the platform is on Netflix, and it's really, really well done. It's it's a, a, a dystopian uh, type of film. So basically, what it is is you you are on this platform. Uh, I mean, sorry, you're on a level, and no one's really sure how many levels there are. You know, some people are saying two hundred, some people are saying. 100 some you know they're trying to guess how many levels there are because you really can't tell so each level has about uh it's about 10 or 12 feet give or take not far oh 15 feet somebody says it at one point um from one level to the next and these gourmet chefs like brilliant brilliant chefs uh, we'll start off and make these incredible meals. And it starts off at level zero, and you have, say, a minute, maybe two minutes to eat as much as you possibly can, and then let it go down to the next level, and then they get to eat as much as they can, and then it goes down to the next level, and the next level, and so on, and so on, and so on. And after a while, you don't have any food. So, because, you know, people just are very greedy and take as much as they possibly can. It's very reminiscent of this, the situation with toilet paper right now. So uh, that's, you know, uh, this obviously came out in, um, let me check my notes here, because I do have my uh, my movie list that I try to um, 
I try to keep track of everything that I've I've watched so far this year. I'm up to uh, 87, which I think is pretty good. Where the hell is it? I don't think it came out last year, but I may be... Uh, oh, here it is. Yep, the last year, 2019. Sorry. Um, and uh, it's, it's dubbed in English, but it's uh, a Spanish film. The trailer is in Spanish, but I highly recommend this one because, like, you... you uh, you wake up, you spend a month on each level, and it's you and one other person, and you can bring one thing into the, I don't know, the tower, I guess you would call it. Um, and each day there's a you know big spot in the floor where the, the platform with all the food kind of hovers down, and it fits perfectly, comes right down, sinks into the floor. Like it's not on any pulley system or wheels or anything like that. It just kind of magnetic, magnetically levitates uh, from one one uh, floor to the next, or one level to the next, and uh, it's it's pretty interesting. It's it's pretty cool. There's a lot of different reasons why people are in there, and they get into it a little bit. But it's a really interesting film. It's a a, a different take on the dystopian society, uh, fighting for resources type thing. Uh, it's definitely a concept I've not seen before, and I highly recommend it. Uh, up next, uh, another film that I recommend is, uh, if you are unfamiliar with the comic series, uh, Superman Red Sun, and that's S-O-N. Basically, it's uh, DC's version of a what-if story, where what if Superman's uh, little, his capsule... When it crashed to Earth, what if instead of landing in rural Kansas, it crash-landed in rural Russia, and he grew up with the Russian ideals instead of the American ideals? Uh, it's very good. There's obviously a comic that goes along with it, and I guess from what I've been told, because I haven't had a chance to read the comics yet, um, the ending to the comic is much different, and um, you know, it, I'll let you decide which is better. Uh, the next thing I want to recommend is VFW, which came out last year. And VFW is one that I had been looking forward to for a while. It, as soon as I saw the, the, um, the cast for this, it's... <sighs> so, it's directed by Joe Bagos, who also did Bliss, which a lot of people really, really liked. Um, so the... the Stars of this, I'll read you the, the IMDb. A group of war veterans must defend their local VFW post and an innocent teen against a deranged drug dealer and his relentless army of punk mutants. So the drug that they are talking about uh, is called uh, Hype, which is short for whatever the longer name of the drug is. I forget, like, like hyperamphetamine or something like that. Um, and the people who who take it and are addicted to it are called hypers and they behave very much like zombies. Um, so in many respects, it's like a zombie film, but it's got Stephen Lang who, uh, if you are unfamiliar with him, he was like the main bad guy, like the main antagonist in avatar. He was in, um, don't breathe. He was the blind guy. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's super cool. I really liked him. I was hoping he would play cable, uh, in the Deadpool movie, but sadly no. 
Uh, it's got William Sadler. If you are unfamiliar with him, he was uh, Death in the Bill and Ted movies. He also played uh, the the main bad guy in uh, Die Hard 2. And he was in um, Pet Cemetery 2 and uh, Shawshank Redemption. And you've got Fred Williamson, who was in uh, I Know Him from uh, Dust Till Dawn. He played Frost. And uh, he was in a couple other movies whose names I will not uh, I will not say online, and I will not just not say. But he used to play for the Oakland Raiders and Kansas City Chiefs, and he was uh, in a lot of uh, a lot of um, black exploitation films. There's one he's in called Adios Amigo, where it's him and Richard Pryor. And there's another movie he was in in 1974, uh, part devil, part legend, all man Fred Williamson is, and I will not say the name of the movie. Uh, you will have to look that up yourself on IMDb, but it is his third film there. But yeah, uh, I know him from uh, from dusk till dawn. Uh, also, Martin Cove. Martin Cove, which if you uh, if you are unfamiliar with him, he was uh, he had a small role in Rambo 2. But you know him probably most prominently from uh, the Karate Kid series. He is the main bad guy. Uh, so that's who you'd be looking for uh, in that. Uh, David Patrick Kelly, who's probably most well-known for playing Luther in The Warriors and also Luther in uh, 48 Hours. He was also in The Crow. He was in John Wick. So he's he's been around. If you saw him and heard his voice, you'd, you'd know who he is. George Went is in this. He played Norm in Cheers. Um so he was he was pretty good. Um then there's Tom Williamson who is in All Cheerleaders Die, The Fosters, uh NCIS. So he's he's got a few he's a younger kid uh, and his situations are a little bit different. Sierra McCormick is the uh, young girl Who's in that? She was in Curb, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Land of the Lost, uh, The Vast of Night. I haven't seen any of those. Travis Hammer is like the main bad guy. Uh, he kind of has, uh, kind of has like a, a Spencer Sharness vibe to him, but like you know maybe fifteen years older. Uh, he was in Godless, Ray Donovan, The Last Ship, Salvage. I don't know if any of those mean anything to you. And uh, Dora Madison is the other like main girl. She was in uh, Bliss and Dexter, Friday Night Lights. So apparently Joe Bagos likes working with her because he's cast her in both Bliss and this. So I... 100% recommend VFW. It's super badass. It's there's some over the top blood and guts which is awesome, but I 100% recommend checking that one out. Next up, I recommend uh if you're looking for stuff to rewatch, uh Constantine um so I think that's just it's just a fun movie. I rewatched that one recently. I did check out Bloodshot. Um Bloodshot is a comic book property, if you're not familiar with it. A uh, comic book property, I think Image Comics. And he uh, he's a soldier who was killed and 
brought back to life and kind of turned into a weapon with, uh, you know, nanotechnology, which is, you know, all the rage now, especially with, like, the Tony Stark stuff. And um, I thought it was fun. It was a predictable comic book movie. Like, it was uh, definitely more violent than you'd expect. And there were some uh, pretty good actors in it. Um, Guy Pierce, obviously, uh, what's his name there? Uh, Vin Diesel played... The, the titular bloodshot. But uh yeah, um uh Toby Kebbell was in it for a while and I like him. I, I'm always happy with uh his performances and things. He's always very, very good. Uh so I recommend checking that one out. Uh there's a YouTube movie called Sisyphus, directed by David Graziano and uh starring a friend of the show, Diana Porter. Uh it's a short film, but I really, really enjoyed it. Um again these folks are just very good at what they do. Um, David Graziano, um, he played the priest in uh, Skip Shea's Trinity, so I recommend checking that one out. Um, so I already said the platform. Uh, another film that you might want to check out because it's kind of topical, and uh, you know, especially if you're doing a theme of quarantine and isolation um i recommend outbreak the 1995 film from uh i forget who directed this wolfgang peterson i would not have guessed that but it's got dustin hoffman renee russo morgan freeman kevin spacey cuba gooding jr donald sutherland a very young patrick dempsey um really good cast they're really really good and it's uh goes to show you how quickly things can escalate and the lengths to which the uh, American government will go in order to uh, keep their supremacy, so to speak. Um, I won't get too far into it, but there were some, uh, there were some uh, interesting plot points that uh, kind of drive things forward where... Things could have been solved, and the situation could have been alleviated much quicker than than uh, it actually did. So there are a couple that are uh, still on my list of things that I want to watch that uh, I'm kind of looking forward to. The Hunt is one of them. Guns Akimbo is another. Um, those I'll probably end up watching uh, this weekend with Ash uh, because this Thursday is my birthday, so... Unfortunately, there's you know not a whole lot of uh, places we can go, and we can't have people over to celebrate, but that's okay as long as things are cleared up by next year when I turn forty so that's what i'm that's what I'm looking forward to because it's uh I think uh, you know I feel bad you know this you know I don't want to sit here complaining that oh, I don't get to spend my you know I don't get to do stuff on my thirty ninth birthday when I'm seeing people that are you know having to reschedule or cancel weddings or just go out and elope, you know, people that had these huge elaborate vacations planned. And, you know, there are folks who can't have funerals for their loved ones. So I don't want to, I kind of want to put things in perspective. You know, we're doing well, we're healthy, we're, you know, we're making it through the best we can. But there are folks in a lot worse situations. But this, uh, speaking of this weekend... Uh, because it's my birthday, Ash has decided she will finally watch 
the Lord of the Rings, and that's what we're going to be covering in a couple of weeks uh, on episodes 198 and 199 on uh, Throwdown Thursday because I've been trying to get her to watch these for many, many years, and finally uh, she's going to do it. And I, I said, all right, but we're going to watch the extended versions because I've never seen the extended versions. I've only seen, you know, the standard ones. But, you know, so this is definitely an all-weekend thing because this is going to take a long time to get through. So that's what we're going to be doing. But as an added bonus, because she's never seen it, she's not familiar with the characters. She's not from, I mean, she knows a few names, but she's not familiar with who they are, where they come from, any of their stories. She's going to be live tweeting uh, the entire time. And that's something that I'm really looking forward to because, again, I want to see her reactions. And if you want to see some of her reactions to uh, who some of these characters are and how they react to things and how she reacts to how they react to things, um, we're going to be uh, probably going to pick up a, a hashtag. I'm not sure what, but uh, I'll pick up a hashtag. You know, We'll come up with something by the end of the week and we'll announce it on Throwdown Thursday so we can uh, have folks follow along with this uh, crazy stream of consciousness Twitter thread because I'm looking forward to seeing how she reacts to some of this stuff. And um, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine it now. It's going to be pretty great. But, uh, you know, if you have uh, specific things that you're doing during the quarantine that, uh, you know, you're you're doing to kind of keep yourself sane. Uh, you know, we want to know. Email at uh, uh, sharkbitespod at gmail dot com, and uh, you know, we'll we'll help share some of what you folks are out there are doing to stay sane. Uh, me, I ordered. Um, I'm I'm excited because my order from Witter Entertainment, the variant cover of Color Out of Space, is going to be arriving, and it's going to be arriving on Thursday which is pretty awesome because it's going to get here for my birthday. Um, also, another thing I ordered because I was like, man, I really want to play this game, and I haven't played it in a long time, and I wonder if I can find it. Jedi Power Battles. It's a game I used to play all the time on PlayStation 1. Found it on eBay. Had a $5 coupon with shipping. It cost me $10. Super excited. That's also going to arrive Thursday. Um, plus, this week Resident Evil 3 comes out. I've not played Doom or Animal Crossing. I do not have a Switch. Um, I'd like to get one at some point, but, you know, for now, I think I might uh, just be satisfied with the games that I have, especially because I have started replaying Fallout 4 for the 9 millionth time, and I must have put, in the past five years, close to 2,000 hours into this game. I love this game. I've played it so many times. I've beaten it with every faction. I've done the quote-unquote best ending where you uh, team up with three of the factions and they all kind of, uh, you know, um, coexist in a tenuous piece, but at the same time you uh, destroy your common enemy. So, and I'm, again, if people haven't played it, I don't want to spoil anything, but I will, uh, I will just keep it at that. So it's pretty awesome, and it's like it's a really specific way of doing things. Uh, so like you have to do everything in a very precise manner, but <clears throat> you're able to do it. I mean, it does kind of glitch the game in certain spots. Like it's like, oh no, this person died. Like oh, we need to avenge them, but like they're sitting on a chair next to you. 
because that scene didn't play out because you didn't side with a specific faction. But that's one of those games like uh, Skyrim, um, Fallout 3, maybe uh, some folks are out there. You know, obviously Doom just came out, and that's a hugely immersive game that's very, very difficult. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 is another one that folks are saying is, like, really good to play in these uh, these times where you're home and you can't really go out and do stuff. So maybe instead of going out and, and you know, visiting your friends, you get to... Uh, you know, revisit some old games that you haven't had a chance to do for a long time. Um, I will say that um, if you are lonely and, and miss your friends, get a Zoom account. Um, we did that um, <clears throat> this past weekend. We got to hang out uh, virtually with uh, about a dozen other people, including Parasite Steve and 8-Bit Alchemy. We got to virtually meet his uh, new special lady friend, and uh, she's a delight. But, you know, we all got to uh, kind of hang out. You know, we do a, kind of like a little gathering a few times a year, and we didn't get a chance to physically be there this time. But uh, we uh, we did all get to hang out, and it was funny because uh, we all take turns reading different things. And as we read, you know, usually we, you know, yell stuff out because the subject matter is, you know, boring or, or raunchy or you know, funny, you know, we're, we're always yelling stuff out and it takes three times as long to read a story as normal, but we actually wrapped up and we were done by 1130, mainly because we had like a, a, a live chat that we were doing. So everyone was like running through the chat, you know, making fun of the different stories and stuff. Uh, cause there's one guy who always reads Nips Mark. He always reads, uh, Ed Wood stories, which if you've never read Ed Wood, it's, it's uh it's an experience that you need to try and uh and, and check out. It's very, very interesting. But um those are some of the things you can do that are pretty great. Like you know, it's it's not an exact, you know, uh, replacement for, you know, human interaction, but you get to see your friends. I mean, you can't hug them, but you can see them and and you know, laugh with them and and you know, maybe raise your favorite beverage with them which is kind of cool, but uh, I'm hoping this this thing goes away soon. I know I'm not I'm not alone in that. But if you have any questions or, or thoughts you're not really sure about, you know, who to listen to, I did an episode uh, a few weeks back uh, about coronavirus. That's all uh, basically me just reading off the CDC website and kind of interpreting it and talking about some of the precautions and some of the other things that are going on in the world. But... <sighs> I'm not going to go on too much longer, uh, but I want you guys to, you know, be safe, be smart. Uh, if you have to go out, um, you know, be be smart about it. Uh, I recommend, if you can, wear gloves. Uh, I, I've, I've got a couple pairs of gloves that I wear. Um, you know, we've got some, some old rubber gloves under the sink. Uh, Ash uses them to, when she dyes her hair. But if you can... You know, wear wear the wear the rubber gloves. You don't need a respirator or not a respirator, a mask unless you're sick. But wear the rubber gloves, and you know, as soon as you get out of the store that you're in, take them off. Uh, use one one hand, like say you're if you're right-handed, like I am. Take your right hand and peel the glove off, and then you take your other. And while you're still holding 
the end of the uh, first glove with your left hand. Take the bottom of the glove and peel off the right glove, and you'll kind of like grab them both together and then throw them in the trash. Don't throw them on the ground. And I know that's something that people have been doing. And, you know, maybe it's just, you know, you, you forget, like you go to put them in your pocket and you miss and it lands on the ground. But I don't know, folks, stay safe. Um, this isn't this isn't a joke. Stay away from big crowds. You know, all these people that you keep seeing, you know, making these dipshit live videos where they're like licking things or touching things or going out talking about, oh, I got COVID-19 and I don't care. I'm going out and I'm walking around Walmart, you know, or, if you don't like it, stay home. I'm not letting this change me. All these people are getting arrested. Uh, one person got charged with uh, uh, terrorism because that's literally what this is. Like if you're going out and purposely trying to infect people with a disease, uh, that is a crime. There was a big Florida church that just had a, a gathering of a thousand people where the guy's like, no, it's okay. I I cured Zika virus and I'm going to cure this. Like if you sneeze, something will blast down on you and Jesus will take care of it. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Um, yeah, he just got arrested too. So uh, there are some states, I think New York is starting to impose a $500 fine if you're you know, going to these stupid gatherings. There's no reason. I know, I know it's difficult. I know it's hard and you miss some of the interaction with large groups of people, but just don't like the sooner. And this is something that uh, I, I saw our friend Meg from frightfully clean post. The sooner we all like just stay apart, the sooner we can get back together again. Like if we stay apart for just a little while longer, we'll be able to hang out again. And like, that's what we're all looking forward to. So I think with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and bring this to a close. I'm going to take a quick break, and when I come back, I'll give you a preview of what's coming up, not only on this show, but on Throwdown Thursday. And uh, as always, a fun shark fact. We'll be right back. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, <coughs> it's scary. Greetings! We are the Retro Reductopus Cephala Podcast, a bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. He's right. We wax philosophic about lots of geeky crap like old video games and movies, toys, cartoons, I don't know, help me out here. Music. Pants. Quoting video games that don't have dialogues. Shabibers. Tasty news. Unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia. Butt breathers. Uncomfortable nature facts. Or how to install a samoplage. And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Retrodoctopus have an exciting rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week, like me, worry not, gentle listener. Next week we'll have a whole new host. Of problems. Hey, they might still suck, but they'll suck differently. And you know what's really cool? 
Retro-Redoctopus is part of the Dorkening and Inebriar Podcast Networks, with new episodes every Tentacle Tuesday. Which is like every other Tuesday. We named it. Anyways, you can listen to us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast player cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all things that make growing up awesome. I'm Matthew. I'm Jason. I'm Matteo. And we're Majama. The creators of Bad CGI Sharks. And you're listening to the Shark Bites Podcast. You're going to need a bigger boat. And I am back. Uh, I just wanted to say that this week has been uh, much, much more bearable now that I have gotten my, uh, my shipment of Deadly Grounds coffee. We got... Uh, three different kinds and it's it's so good like i had to before i could break open the new ones i had to finish off the old ones that we had but we got more witches brew we got blueberry cream uh we have a cinnamon and uh, we have another like a really dark flavor um i forget what it's called now oh i'm such a bad person um but yeah we have so many different kinds um yeah i i love deadly grounds and it's uh like they're they're just a great company to deal with. Their customer service is fantastic, and uh, Tom and Nancy are fantastic people. So keep supporting them. <clears throat> so this coming week on uh, Throwdown Thursday, last week we covered Philip J. Fry. This week we're going to be covering Bender Bending Rodriguez uh, from Futurama. And the next two weeks, I told Ash that she can pick the two characters she wants to cover. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say uh, Gandalf and Gollum slash Smeagol are the two characters we're going to cover. And then we're going to have our 200th episode. So we are very excited for that because that's happening in just a few weeks. Uh, This week we're going to be doing episode 197. That's 197 weeks straight of Throwdown Thursday episodes. Not missing one. I mean, this show, I'm on episode 26 and... I had to miss a week because I was sick, but I guess it's different when you're when you're a team show. You know, if somebody's sick, the other one can kind of take over. So that's what we're going to be doing uh, next week. I'll probably do some more uh, some more you know movies and and shows that I think folks should uh, check out to help um, pass the time in the quarantine, or just stuff that you know maybe you can do a watch party and watch with. Some of your friends, I guess Netflix is doing that now. So I will come up with a few uh, recommendations, and I will I will uh, ask folks online to share their suggestions as well, so you don't have to just take my advice. So uh, this week, our uh, amazing shark fact is uh, after mating, female sharks can store sperm inside their bodies until the conditions are right for reproduction, sometimes for years. So some sharks lay eggs and some sharks give live birth, which is cool, but certainly not something that you probably didn't know. But did you know that females of some species of sharks can store sperms inside them, sperm inside themselves after mating until conditions are right to give birth, and that the record for doing this is four years? And this is from uh, scubadiving.com. Uh, and this is from an article uh, called Amazing Shark Facts You Haven't Heard a Million Times which I think is pretty awesome. So I think with that being said, we're going to go ahead and bring this episode to a close because that is the shark fact. And I just want to thank you all for, uh, you know, choosing me to, you know, help pass some of the time during your quarantine.
And as always, if you have any thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything, uh, send it to sharkbitespod at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, just remember that as I am the podcaster, but as the listener, you are my chum. Have a great week, folks.